Hello everybody and welcome back to Grenzenlos, your dance podcast. Today we are here with Sophie. Hello. <laughs> do you want to like introduce yourself? I'm gonna do it real quick. Um, so my name is Sophie. Um, I work as a dancer and choreographer. I've been working in the industry for about six years now. Um, I also have a bachelor's degree, but that has nothing to do with dance. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, that's just an in-between thing, you know. Um, yeah, and I also did an education as a voice actress, so I'm also venturing into this. But mostly and mainly, I'm a dancer and a trainer and choreographer. And yeah, love to be in the dance industry. Nice. <laughs> Today, our topic is like to go dancing to LA because you have been there like... Few months like a year, year? Uh -huh. oh, it's, been, it's been more than a year actually i've been there wow. july and august of 2022 and it's 20 oh, it's wow. what october 2023 now so yeah. wow yeah no same i think i've I just fooled know. everyone because of the video i posted because that was a few <laughs> oh, wow, okay. months ago that's why yeah so like mm, interesting 22 you said yeah it's been more than a year Didn't that? <laughs> I also didn't did not get yeah. it. It was last year. Yeah, I, I yeah. also didn't get it. Wow, yeah. okay. Interesting. Okay. Everyone's <laughs> confused. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Okay. So before we get into the, the topic, why LA? Well, I think, uh, I mean, the obvious reason is probably that LA is like the biggest hotspot when it comes to like dance industry um especially like commercialized industry or working industry that's all in la i feel like i mean in the us um and i think the equivalent to la for europe would probably be london so if you've been to london i think you probably get the gist already but then la is i think even a step bigger so that's why um so that was like the obvious reason in a way and because i mostly dance commercial that was also kind of an obvious choice but then um i don't know it was kind of my dream for many years and then i turned 18 and then life happened and i didn't go and then corona happened and mm. i also didn't go <laughs> and then at some point i was like okay i have to go now and that's why that's why i went in 2022 um and yeah so that was kind of it was also a little dream realization going to la i have to say which was very cute um so that was probably the the biggest the biggest two reasons actually. When did you leave and when did you come back? Like the whole 2022? Oh no no, I was oh. there um wait, let me think. I think it was beginning of July until beginning of August. So it was only four weeks a month. A month. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was only a month and I actually did or the main reason I went was because I did a program that lasted for four weeks. So that was the exact time span I was there. And then everything else, like open classes, was like the add-on. Okay, wait, now I got confused. I thought you stayed a year there. No, I was there no, for no, a month. I was only there for a month. It was a year ago, but you stayed a month. No, it was a year ago, and I stayed a, a month. I thought exactly. you stayed a year. That was no, why I was that like, was, oh my That would have been crazy, though. Yeah, because I saw you in Vienna, because I was like, <laughs> you were not gone a year. <laughs> that's what, that, that that's the been reason dope, why I was though. so confused. No, no, no. That would have been nice. No. How did that work? because I saw it like I was like <laughs> okay that makes so much yeah. more sense no no it was only going. a month <laughs> and it was in summer so no one it was like everybody's traveling in yeah. summer and you don't yeah. really see everything and yeah okay yeah okay. so that's why <laughs> gone for you okay my yeah. fault that, that would be a nice dream for the future you know yeah, yeah. but no. so you're thinking about like going there 
again for a long time. Yeah, I also wanted time. to know that. I would love to go again, but or I think. Move there. Oh, moving there, honestly, no. Um, okay. Because I think you guys have great podcast episodes on like working in LA with like Aiden and Lily, and I think they yeah. they um, explained so much, which was awesome. Um, and for me, I when I was like 16, I was always like, okay, I need to go to LA and I want to work there, da da da. But I feel like um, realizing how the job is, I'm fine staying in Europe. Like also getting a visa, I feel like it's super super hard. I think Aiden talked mm, about this anyways. Yeah. Um, expensive. expensive too, exactly. <laughs> yes. um, and also living wise, I don't think we're gonna get into this anyways. But um, even being in LA for four weeks was kind of eye-opening mm. regarding the living situation and how privileged we are in Europe. So I was like, mm. yeah. So I think Europe is it for me, but staying there for training, I think the, the maximum you can go with the visa is like three months. Mm, yeah. So that would be nice. Three months, I think, is a, is a fine time span. But everything else, you would have to get a different visa. So, yeah. But going back, definitely, at some point... Yes, but no, I was there for a month. Someday, yes. <laughs> um, and did you like plan the whole journey, or was it a spontaneous thing? That I mean, was... when you say you already <laughs> like thought of it years ago. Yeah, yeah, I thought of it so many times. Um, and then I think even when I was eighteen and wanted to go, I think I I felt too young. I was like, I can't go. It's too young. And then I talked to someone a few months ago and i think he's 16 and he just went like with some friends and i was like this is wow. crazy i would have never had the guts to go my at 16. parents would have been like yeah that too. That's yeah. 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 yeah that is wrong you know my parents have already been like, i'm 19 and i went to peru alone my parents yeah. were like they let me go but are you like, crazy what the fuck you know how <laughs> yeah. like dangerous it is and i'm like oh, it's gonna be fine it's yeah. gonna be fine so, like you know they, yes. they would not have let me with 16 like going alone to like yeah Especially America, because we know how America is, you know. True. It's different to Europe. Even with friends, I don't think they would have let me. Like, maybe yeah. older friends, but not friends at the same age. Like, if we're all 16. I don't friends know. they know, yes. But yeah. friends they don't know, yeah. I yeah. don't even know. Yeah. I think it depends. But, yeah. <laughs> as I, I mean, I was 23 when I went, and I was still like, oh. I'm a little scared, you know, but I think mm. that's why it took me so long to book uh, the trip, actually. Because, yes, I planned in advance, but I booked the flights, I think, beginning of June, and I went beginning of July. Oh. So that was fun. But they were more expensive <laughs> then, right? Yes. The closer it yes. gets. Yeah, okay. But that was also because I did this program with a choreographer. She's, uh, her name is Kat Brendig. I don't know if you know her. She's like a heels dancer. Mostly, but also jazz, funk, whatever. And I did programs with her online while um, the pandemic was going on. And then I was like, okay, once the pandemic is over, I have to go to LA and like do it in real life. Um, and she released dates on the program beginning of June. So I had to wait to see when the mm. program is going to take place. And then I booked flights. Yeah, so that was fun. And then everything else, um, I also tried to plan. But as I said, it was beginning of June. So um also regarding apartment hunting, transportation, I mean, booking classes, that's the least of your concern, I feel like, but especially apartment and like transport is too big, yeah. too big and fun things to think of. But yeah, I tried to plan as much as I could, but it was kind of hard because you also just don't know about a lot of stuff. Like just, I was thinking um, going to a studio and I knew they were all sort of um, 
split somewhere so i was like how do i get there do i have a car where can i park it's just random things because here you take the tram you go to a studio mm. it's all good but you don't there, have to there no you don't take public transport no. at all right no you should i don't not so. do that <laughs> no i mean i think I you, mean, could, I, you could but, but it's like, not safe right yeah, yeah not super not safe not i never safe. i never took public transport though i have to yeah. say yeah that was fun but and i also didn't have a car or like Yes, I went with Uber sometimes, <laughs> but I also went with Lime a lot, like the e-scooter. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. And it's so crazy because you're in the like huge streets of LA and cars are huge as well. And then you drive with your little e-scooter. <laughs> I remember so scared doing it in Vienna. I actually never yeah. did that. No, I'm like, never going to do that. Like all myself. the cars, because I'm also, if I'm driving a car, I'm also annoyed from people who like right? take mm. a bicycle or whatever. So I'm like... I know people are going to be annoyed at yeah. me as well, yeah. so yeah. I'm like... Yeah. For sure. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's even... I think it was even better in LA, because you have a little bit more space, mm. so it's not that bad. Okay. But if the car drives you over, I'm like, oh, oh no. Oh, better <laughs> not. Yeah, that was fun. But you were, but yeah. you were completely alone. Or did you know somebody there who was like... I was... I traveled alone alone. Like, I was like, okay, I'm going to go alone. Um, but I did, I mean, I knew people from the online program because most of them were in LA actually. Like, I think we were, we were like 20 people for the first program. Um, and there were four people that weren't from the US. And then out of those 16, I think 14 were from LA. So they all, they all sort of knew each other. And I only knew them from Zoom, which is not knowing people, but it's, it was kind of knowing people knowing from um, seeing yeah no, knowing from seeing from a laptop <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> but the voice okay <clears throat> okay we're back um so i knew those people sort of kind of but i didn't know anyone like personally that no i didn't have okay. anyone where i was like okay i met you face to face once but mm -hmm. that didn't happen yeah but As I said, kind of. And I mean, I also knew that Aided was going to be there or probably was oh, going to be there. Yeah. So I was like, okay, nice. at least like one, one person. Mm. You, you kind know, of know. Person yeah. Just yeah. In case yeah. Somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I knew that. I was like, okay, one, one person. Yeah. yeah. So that was fine though. And when you say like program, what kind of program was that? Oh, it was... Um, Because I thought you just went there and took classes and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was what I did most of the time. But then I also as had this program and it was basically... I think we had training twice a week, Tuesday and Thursdays. And it was four hours every morning-ish. Um, and then at the end of the program, we did like a video project, which was fun. Mm -hmm. That was kind of cute. Um, yeah, so we just trained a lot. Like we did a lot okay. of yoga, Pilates, warm up across the floors, technical across the floors as well. And then we trained choreography. So we did heels and jazz funk. Um, that was the main two things. And then for the video, we also did a heels choreography actually. Yeah. Yes. But, But that it was, was not completely cool. a heels program. Or no, it wasn't completely heels. Yeah. No, it was jazz funk and heels mostly from yeah. like style wise. But as I said, we also did like yoga pilates exercises and some tech like technical jazz across the floor so yeah but that was just from the choreographer herself so it was a mixture of all the things which was good though yeah yes but it was very nice to hold on to because i was like okay i have a program each week and it's gonna be tuesday and thursday and everything else was open to me like to do whatever but at least i had these two times a week where i was like, okay i have to go there and be there and you know get to know people also Yeah. You already told us that you traveled alone. Yes. Was that like your 
intention? Do you wanted to go alone or was your thought also one time maybe with another person, a friend? Mm, I think, well, I I actually always wanted to go with a friend. Like um, I was talking to a very close friend of mine all the time about going to LA together. Um, I thought, I don't even, I think we, uh, we talked about it before Corona even. Um, and then I think with the program, no, I mean, it's, uh, no, it's a little more complicated than this. Let, let's put it like that. It's kind of hard. Um, I don't know. You probably also know this, but um, sometimes you just want to do things without waiting for anyone, right? Mm, like you, yes. you just want to do it without without planning and always talking yeah. to someone. Being okay, can we do this together? Mm. Da da da. Like it, it just takes more time. It also takes more effort sometimes. Even if if it's your best friend and planning is super easy, it's still harder than to do it alone and be like okay i'm just gonna book flights and then you booked your flights and you're good um and then since i wanted to do this program i was like okay i'm gonna need to go at this specific time like i'm gonna need to go in this time frame um and since i booked everything so late i was like okay it's sort of impossible to now ask someone to go with me because mm. they wouldn't book a flight that's that expensive so Yeah, since I booked the flight so late, um, I was like, I'm not gonna ask anyone because they probably don't want to buy a flight that is this expensive mm. if they eventually don't even want to do the program or it's not their main objective. Like, I was very into doing this, so I was like, okay, I want to take part in this. Um, and so there was so little time for me to plan. I was like, okay, I'm not gonna get another person involved. Mm. So at the end of the day, it's sort of um, all you know, came together and I was I, I was planning to go alone, so that was fine. I could have gone with a friend for sure, but maybe at a different time. I, I'm planning to, I mean, I would go with a friend in the future as well, for sure. Um, yeah, but I also think it's um, interesting to go alone. I think it opened myself up to a different experiences. Mm. Um, it's also kind of a challenge. Yeah, totally. Yes, because I feel like you can't just panic at the... First sign yeah. of, you I mean, know, you something. I, you, you can't. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely did. I definitely yeah. did. But I think it's very different. I mean, that's just a personal thing as well. But I, from experience, I know if I'm alone, I'm panicking way less because I know it, it's not going to get me anywhere. If I panic now, but I'm all by myself, like, it doesn't help me. I would need to get out of the situation anyways. And I could always call my parents up or, like, be like, hey, I need help. But I'm on the other side of the planet. So it You know, the first thing, I, st I stepped out of the plane and I had to get um, a taxi to um, get to my place, like the place where I um, stayed. <laughs> and it was so weird because I had my, I had a little internet thingy, whatever. It didn't work the first time, um, even though I tried it, whatever. And normally with someone else, I would probably panic and be like, oh my God, this doesn't work. And then the other person would need to fix it or something. But with this, I was like, okay. You just gotta stay cool now. You're gonna ask someone. They're gonna call someone for you. They're gonna call you a taxi. Whatever. It was, it was a complicated thing. Um, and Uber also wasn't an option. It was very complicated. Whatever. But obviously, I managed this, the situation because there was no way around it. Like I couldn't just have stayed at the airport and be like, "Oh my god, I'm never gonna find the apartment." Like that was not an option. So I was like, "Okay, gonna fix it." And then it took some time, and then I fixed it, and then it was fine. Yeah. So, because so that's always a thing I think that people forget. Like, if you go some onto another country, no, another continent, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> another continent, you don't have internet. And yeah. in Europe, we're so privileged because we have Wi Fi yes. everywhere, like, mm -hmm. you know. And it was the same for me in Peru. It was like, 
I felt like a child that has to that people need to need to take care of. Yeah. Because I never had like internet. They could never leave me alone because I <laughs> can't even use Google Maps. Yeah. Like if they leave me somewhere, I'm lost. I can't mm. call people because obviously I also can't call people without yeah. internet. So it's like you. It's actually really sad how lost we are without our phones. <laughs> yeah. But you know, at this point, it's like I think like traveling alone. And I, I don't know if you looked up before, but like getting with your contract you have here, getting Wi-Fi abroad mm. is really expensive. Oh, yeah. It's so, so expensive. Yeah. You need to get it there so that it's like cheaper and everything. Yeah. And that's like definitely a thing you need to think about before because you can't even mm-hmm. call your own taxi because we yeah. had the same thing because people always had to call taxis for me. And in the taxi, I had no idea where this person is going to take me because yeah. they weren't speaking my language, you know? <laughs> so I was like, oh no, I spoke their language, but they were not like... I yeah. could not speak with them, you know? So it was like, ah, it was, yeah. So I totally get that. Yeah. But, yeah. Internet yeah. search is a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was fun. But yeah, solo traveling. I, but I actually think mm. it brings out a lot of interesting things, actually. And it also forces you to, you know, make connections, talk to people, make friends. and Like, not friends, but like, at least get to know people. Um, I think if you're traveling with someone and you're in this little bubble, mm. you just... You rather stay bubble. there obviously yeah. um yeah so that was uh interesting challenge challenging is a good word mm-hmm. yes <laughs> but yeah also very fun i was also very i have to say i was um, kind of proud of myself for just you know yeah yeah surviving in a way like just you know <laughs> I, get, love you I mean like that, yeah. it, it is what it is it's like it's still america it's still like you know, a country where I wouldn't be, like, super scared or where it's not that different from Europe, probably. Yeah. But still, I don't know. It's still it's still different. Sometimes I think about the things I did there and I was like, oof, that, that was a little dangerous, probably, you know, walking the streets at 12 at did night. Did you do that? Yeah, for sure. I know, so, I know horror stories from yeah. people alone dancing in the lane and then something happened to them yeah. and I'm like... Yeah, that's oh my why. my goodness. That's why. And I, I mean, yeah. I lived but in... But you didn't know about it, right? I did well. No, but you just think. No, but you, I don't know. I you mean, didn't care. Whatever. No, what <laughs> won't happen to me. For example, I was for the first part of my journey. I was living. I was um, switching apartments. So for the first two weeks, I was living in an apartment of um, a dancer, and she was actually on tour with someone, so I could live in her apartment. It was gorgeous, mm-hmm. stunning apartment. I don't know. I w- I came in. I was like, I am so freaking lucky because I had this whole apartment all to myself. It was beautiful i felt like i was like in vienna in my own home so that was nice Sweet. um and that was in north hollywood and most of the studios are located in north hollywood um so t millie is there millennium dance complex is there um what else is there a this 88 studios i think it's called um they movement also. Lifestyle also in that area? i don't know because when i was there movement lifestyle wasn't open oh yeah okay. so i didn't have that i actually had I think there was another student that wasn't open while I was there. So I only had T-Mil... Like, only, but I had T-Mil, Millennium, this 88 studio, which was pretty new at that time, I think. Um, and then, I don't even know. Playground is somewhere else. That was a little further away. You had to go by car from the place I lived, um, at least. So I could... It was walking distance. Like, for Vienna, it was walking distance. You know, you'd be like, okay, I'm going to walk 15 minutes. It's not that bad. But you just walk a straight line, and it's just... It feels super far because it's like just a big street, but you walk, 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 and then you're there. So at night, I was always like, okay, now I'm going to walk back because what else would you do? Yeah, so I walked back, you know, yeah. past the 
the tents um, and and all, which is not nice, which is very sad actually. But um, yeah, but I'm lucky. But that's why I said sometimes I think back and I'm like, well, might have been a little dangerous, but yeah, but yeah, you know, it's the thing. It's another thing that we're like actually not really appreciating in Europe. Yeah. I think because like I was also in Peru, like oh, it's only 15 minutes. Let's walk. Yeah. People were like, you are not gonna walk alone. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, hey, why not? It's just around the corner they were like you're gonna we're gonna call you a tax and I was like hmm. you know it's so weird because we're used to like we can walk everywhere yeah we can take they also they don't take public tra- transport they yeah. go everywhere with taxi so it's like for us it's like i always take public transport yeah you know? for sure yeah i walk alone at sometimes 1 a.m in the morning yeah. later 3 a.m yeah yeah as well but you know like going home from classes or whatever like i'm, okay, yeah. I'm walking alone home and it's like completely normal yeah and there sure. it would be like so weird and that's like we're not really appreciating that because that's not the norm in yeah. the rest of the world actually i also that's... didn't know that before you went to peru honestly <laughs> speaking yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i also i still can't really realize it because i don't understand because Cause we don't know it we don't know the like of course they told me don't do it it's dangerous mm. but it you probably you also did not feel like in danger while you no. did it me neither. All the people there were so loving and so nice. Yeah. I did never feel like at any way that I'm like in danger. Yeah. But like obviously I trust them if they say don't do yeah, it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. They know better than sure. me because I grew up here. I know our culture. I don't know their culture. Yeah. Not as, as well, you know. So, but it's like so weird for us. And they were like the other way around. They're like, oh, like you can drink your water from the tap. They're like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we don't go with two bottles, like with. Uh, two liter bottles oh. um, that we yep. don't do that we just drink the water from the, like this, it's this little stuff yeah mm. uh, but, but yeah <laughs> water is like my number one thing though wherever I travel could you drink water from the tap? no obviously not I, not I, I don't know that I don't no, know no, that. No. I never thought about it like, I don't think pe- I don't I just don't think people do it but no I, okay. I don't no I but never did tried not do this one right no 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 I never <laughs> tried like, I'm not gonna try I'm just gonna okay, okay, okay. buy the water yeah but that's yeah. number one thing I feel like wherever you travel even in Europe I'm like, number one thing to stay in Vienna, water, tap water. I'm like, I'm not going to carry another six um, yeah, oh thingy God. of water. Oh, yeah, this is a perk. that's mm. huge privilege. Huge. How did you experience food over there? Because, you know, Edith told us it's like a lot of fast food and like, I don't know if you're like vegetarian, vegan or whatever. Yeah, vegetarian. You're, yeah. you're as well? Okay. Yeah. Um, that it's like not that easy over there? How, how was it for you? Honestly. Or like expensive. She said it was expen- it's expensive. Yeah. It is but. it is expensive. I mean, I was the first two weeks where I stayed in the apartment. I obviously had the possibility to cook, so I tried to do that, which also had some mishaps. <laughs> okay, now I want now, to hear the story. What well, happened? What happened? It was actually I don't know. I don't know why someone left me like going to LA alone, but whatever. No, um, at one point I was like, okay, yeah, well, yeah, I wanted to go, but it was. I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to buy potatoes and I'm going to make like potato wedges, chips, whatever. Okay. Yeah, because I do that at home all the time. I buy potatoes and I cut them and then, you know, put them into the oven. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like my my um, whole like host of the apartment, like the dancer, um, she doesn't cook that much is my feeling, but I obviously don't know. But um, she um, she told me about all the appliances and she told me how to use them, etc., etc. But I, for example, I don't have a microwave, so I, 
You know, I, I mean, I can look at it and try to use it, but whatever. Okay. Then, <laughs> me too. <laughs> I have problems with that. Yeah. I can't use them. And then one... What, why even was that? I don't know. One night, I was thinking, okay, I'm going to make the potatoes. So, um, I opened the oven, and I think she did not have a... Um, I don't even know what's it called. Backblech. As I have no idea. The thing you put into the oven. Like the tray for the uh, oven. Yeah. Oven tray. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I don't think she had that. So I was like, okay, that's a little tricky. She only had the silver kind silver. of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, good. <laughs> and I thought about it. She obviously also didn't have like baking paper. Like, mm-hmm. the, yeah. It also wasn't there. Okay. So I was like, hmm, how am I going to do this? So I ended up... I can't even tell this because we're talking in English now. I hope she never hears this. So I ended up um, cutting the potatoes anyways. And I was like, okay, I can probably do this in the microwave somehow. And I Googled it. I was like, (laughs) amazing. They were still raw. You know, I didn't even cook them before. I was like, I I can do this in the microwave. Yeah. And then (laughs) I I put them on. I think I put them on a table. uh, No table. On a plate because they were microwave safe. So that was fine. I put it on a plate. And put oil on it, whatever. And then I put it in the microwave. Okay, first round was fine. You know, they were still yellow, but whatever. But it was fine. And then I turned them off and put them back. And I turned on the microwave for a longer time span. Because I was like, okay, they have to get, you know, like crispy-ish at least. And then I think like three minutes into microwave time. I suddenly am like, hmm, it smells kind of interesting. Because I was sitting on a sofa and the, the kitchen was right here, but the sofa was here. It smells kind of interesting. And I see smoke coming out of the microwave. And I was like, mm. fuck my life. Because I don't know, I, 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 this was like an apartment complex. So there's probably like fire um, alarm thingy on the uh, ceiling. And I was like, hmm, that sucks. So ran to the kitchen, opened the microwave. Then I had to open the balcony window, which was fine. And then I also opened the door, like the front door. So it could, you know, like... the Smoke could move through the whole apartment. And I was so scared the fire alarm is going to go off. Because then, I don't know, I think they sprinkle the apartment. Like, that was my thought. I was like, in America, for my, as far as my knowledge goes, they're going to sprinkle mm. the apartment with water. Oh, my God. I panic. Worst night. Not going to lie. Okay, and then the smoke, you know. it's There was so much smoke, actually. I was like, it's just potatoes. The plate was black. The potatoes in the microwave. <laughs> the potatoes were black. Everything was, like, done. But I managed, and that was fun, I managed to clean the plate so it was back to its original color without any stains. It took a long time, but I actually cleaned the freaking plate. Yeah, and that was fun. I avoided a crisis. I avoided the fire alarm going off, but that was very scary. And, yeah, it took me some time to tell my parents and my friends because it was like, guys... That was a, a bad, mo- a, like a dumb moment out of the whole trip. Yeah, yeah that was fun. Yeah. That was but it fun. to end the story, it was fun. It was, you know, it was, it was fun. fun. Like, it in retrospect, work, it, was it was fun. <laughs> Imagine, because the, um, the fire department was actually on the other corner. Like the apartment complex was here, the fire department was here, so they didn't, they wouldn't even have a long way to go. But still, you you don't want to like. No, ob- no, no. Obviously, don't. <laughs> yeah. Even Iman. I mean, yeah. No, no. That was that was no. That was a no moment. Wouldn't have been fun without it, right? Exactly. In retrospect, I also think it's very fun. You know, <laughs> now I like to tell the story, but in the moment, it was a little. Ah. Yeah. yeah. 
After some months, you're gonna laugh about it. Yeah, I think so too. And now it's been over a year, so it's yeah, you know, yeah. But that was it. How did we get here? I don't even. Know. I asked you about food. Ah, yeah, food. That's why. But yeah, yeah food was. <laughs> that's why. In in short, yes, I think there's a lot of fast food because it's also way less expensive. Obviously, like if you go to. Um, Even in and out is not expensive in comparison to actual food. Um, so if you are prone to go there, yes, there's a lot of fast food. If you cook, I think it's fine. Um, I think groceries are a little more expensive, but that's not hard because I feel like groceries in Austria are pre mm -hmm. pretty yeah. inexpensive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you man, I think you can manage. I mean, it depends on what you like, honestly. Um, Yeah, and for four weeks, it's fine. But I also, besides from water, appreciated the groceries we have in, in Austria in comparison. Yeah, but it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, except for the potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, how was your first impression when you took classes? Like, what is the difference to Vienna? Or oh, yeah. Um, what it wipes. Yeah, that's roasted. Yeah, <laughs> oh no, I would honestly, I would never. I feel like that's yeah. so sad. But we'll get there. But no, oh, okay, I would, okay. I would never roast our team because I actually think the Viennese dancing is great. But yeah, okay. I'll get there. Um, so first impression of classes. Um, I think, well, once I landed, I came to the apartment and the jet lag, whatever, blah blah blah. And then the thing is, I was also. I mean, I'm, I'm also very. I think a lot. Too much, I think too much, that's the point. And um, I was actually pretty scared of taking a first class because mm -hmm. um, I was like, oh my God, what if the level is way too high and I can't take classes? Like I'm gonna go out of the first class and it would be horrible because it's so hard and then I wouldn't be able to take any more classes. That was my thought. Um, so I think the first time I went to a studio was actually for the program because I landed on a Sunday, I think. And the first day of the program was a Tuesday. So I had like two days to sort of, you know, get back to life after everything. Um, and so I went to the studio and the, the program was at Timili. So that was also the first time I saw the studio, which is also always interesting. Nice. Yes, nice. because you, uh, you, you think so much of these studios, like it just looks, looks wise. Like yeah. our thing here, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> We just talked before when Sophie came here. She was like, oh, it looks so different. Like yeah. the videos, everything looks so much bigger. And, but your flat is actually really cute. <laughs> like, Super cute. I never questioned it to be cute though. I was just like, it looks so different. <laughs> Yeah. But, yeah, but that's the exact same thing. It's super cute. Like they, all these studios look cute, but then they're they're kind of smaller than you imagined, and then you sort of you just look behind the magic. I think that's like the whole thing. You look mm -hmm. behind the Instagram video, and you're like, ah, this is this is what real life is, you know? Um, yeah, but it was actually pretty comfortable. Like Timely in general was a very cute, comfy kind of studio for for me personally. Um, Yeah, and then we had the program, and I knew that the program was going to be intense because um, I knew that the choreographer was only going to um, take like people who have like pretty advanced uh, level in dance and who are like also working professionally in LA, which is different to working professionally in Austria, obviously. Um, so that was interesting, and I think I was pretty aware of how um, everyone is very good and I have to live up to this. 
Um, but that was very nice, and the group was super sweet. The people were super sweet. Um, all the the dancers, we were just a group of girlies, and it was, as I said, it was really super super sweet. Like they were all very nice. Um, but it was also intimidating, not gonna lie. <laughs> Especially because you also saw, saw some of these people on Instagram before. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, this is this person, this is this person. And obviously they don't know you, because why would they care about someone from like from mm -hmm. Austria, you know? Uh, that was crazy. But yeah, also very fun. And I also felt very um, lucky to be in this group and to be able to train um, there, because the choreographer knew me from the online programs. Yeah, and then I finally took an open class, I don't even know, but my first class was uh, Kira Harper Heels mm -hmm. in the in the 88 studio, uh, because that was the closest to, my, to the apartment, and <laughs> I went there, and it was funny, because I heard, before class, I heard which song she was going to do, and she did choreography to He Loves Me, I don't know if you know that song, it's pretty slow. But it was a pretty... Maybe when I hear it. Yeah, I think once you hear it, you, know, you definitely know it. But it was a pretty popular video. And I actually had it in my um, archive on um, Instagram. And I always wanted to learn the choreo. And then I went to this class. It was an older choreo. It wasn't like a new one. And I went to class. And then I heard she's going to do this song. And I was like, oh my god, it's so meant to be. And then I felt better. And then I went to class. And it was all good and all fine. Um... Yeah, so the vibe in class for me was very nice, actually. Um, I think people often think it's very competitive, which I guess it is. But it, for me personally, it wasn't because no one knew me. So, you know, they don't care. They don't, like other students, they don't necessarily see you in that way because they don't know you. So they just think, okay, you're here to train, as we all are. But yeah, we, we know how things are. Um... And I also cared less because I was like, no one knows me here. If I fuck it up big time because I just don't have the pickup for this, who cares? They don't know my name. They, so they're probably never going to see me again. So that was actually, that's something, I mean, that's something if you go train internationally, I think that's often the case. But for me, that made the vibe very relaxed, actually, and very nice because I was like, you don't have to pressure yourself. No one else is. If you do good and someone picks you or someone says something, that's great. And if it doesn't happen, then it doesn't. And it's fine. And you still obviously trained and learned something. So, yeah. So I think it's nicer than most people think. Because um, I have the feeling that some would probably be scared that it's very competitive and very, oh, I don't, I'm not comfortable. But since you're not in the scene there, I don't think it's that way. Mm. I think, I don't know, like unpopular opinion here. <laughs> <laughs> Hate it. Like, I don't know out of my experience, because I also I didn't know anything different than Austria. Mm. I think, and now I've seen like three countries, like still I could like have more experience, yeah, yeah. I know, but like obviously. So I think like Austria, we actually we're really good in pressuring ourselves. Oh yeah, for sure. And I don't know what it is, because we're all nice, we all understand. We all know, you know. Yeah. But I have the feeling sometimes we in our scene here we have a little vibe that is like pressuring. I don't know, not pressuring, but pressured. 
But like everybody puts the pressure on him herself. It's yeah. not somebody else that puts pressure on you. Mm. But we all think to think we we have yeah. to pressure ourselves, or we have to do something. We have to be somebody, but actually we don't because we're fucking training. Yeah, you know, and it mm. starts to feel much more like the, how you described your training in LA. Yeah. it should feel the same here. Mm. It should, yeah. Because you should not be in the position. Oh, I need to show people something. Yeah, because obviously you're good in your thing. You might be shitty in a new style, obviously, because you yeah. start a new style, but you're gonna get better there. And that's, it's a normal, most that's normal how it thing goes, ever. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I don't know, I have the feeling here people are like, oh, if you want good in one thing, you need to be good in everything. Mm. And then it's, the pressure starts. But that's like my. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. That is actually true. Like, yeah. you can disagree? No. <laughs> no, okay. I, I mean, you know, but I have the feeling nobody talks about it, kind of. Yeah. But. I don't know. I think it doesn't have to be like that. We all know how it is to struggle. It's totally yeah. fine. We all know how it is to, to like even just train. You yeah. you ne- you ne- don't even necessarily have to struggle at it, but also just I don't know like f- going to a class where you actually know the style. Commercial. Be, let it. Let's say it's commercial because that's the easiest for me to relate. Going to a commercial class, but still finding out which pocket I could use for this choreo, which dynamics I could use. Yeah. That also takes training you know and that also takes rounds of me dancing where it may look like too much or too little because i'm trying to figure out where to go with this choreo and that's not Mm. even me struggling because of pickup or because i don't know the style or because i don't know the movement that's just me training which is the main point you know but i very much agree i think the the question would also be like what's the difference to austrian dancing um I think it's hard because we all know each other, you know? Yeah, but that's... That, like, yes. Sorry, I interrupted. No, 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 you should. No, it's totally fine. Yes, but at the same time, we do know each other. We know that, for example, commercial is your thing. Yeah. Hip-hop is somebody else's thing. Afro is this person's thing, you yeah. know? Everybody has his or her own thing. And it's totally fine if the other thing is not your thing, but you still train <laughs> it or whatever. Like, you, you know, we know each other's strengths. Yeah. And might also know each other's weaknesses. And we do know each other, but that could also be such a loving and close space to grow together and train together and like share <laughs> and open up and you know teach each other. Yeah. Than competing with each other. That's true. Yeah. It could be so different. Yeah. And uh, okay. Yeah. No, I totally. <laughs> no, I totally like get a it. whole separate topic you could talk about yes. like an hour. Yeah. No, but the thing I mean, as you said, to. Put it short, yes, I also think the way I felt in LA or I also feel in, in different countries depend, also depending on the country you're in um, or wherever you're training, uh, should feel the same way in Austria. Um, I think it also depends on the person. Maybe maybe that's why we also agree. I, there may be people out here that train in Vienna who are like, oh, I don't feel that way. You know, mm-hmm. I don't I don't notice that. Yeah. Um, I think it depends on your own person. Yeah, definitely. What's your mindset. Definitely. I felt a lot of pressure before I went to Peru. I felt a lot of pressure here. Mm-hmm. And now that I've been to Peru, and now I came back and I saw how people act there. I'm like, oh, I don't care even yeah. here. I'm just training. Like, yeah. You know? like I think it's like it changed my mindset seeing how other people, how their yeah. atmospheres. And now I'm like, I put my mindset differently mm-hmm. to approach our scene here now. Yeah. So I think it's like, it depends on the person. So it makes sense that some people might happen, might not, or whatever. But I don't know. I think it's like the awareness 
that could be like better mm-hmm. about it for sure because if you don't have the awareness if you never see differently then you obviously you know? don't know yeah because you think like oh competing with each other and being like side-eyeing or whatever is that's a normal <laughs> thing you do in the dancing you know like if yeah. you don't know different how should yeah. you yeah and i mean obviously they for sure also do this in la like if you ask someone who's who's lived there or who's working there i'm sure it's the same of way because yeah. they also compete for the same jobs they want to have the same uh obviously they want to have they work, work in the same industry i think it's very much the same but that was my privilege coming in as an outsider at least is to be like hey i don't care about this and also and that's i think that's the key thing that you also said you have like it's all about yourself like my mindset coming to la since I told you I was scared of even, you know, going to classes thinking it, w- it may be too hard. Um, my mindset was, I'm not going to stress myself because it, it doesn't make sense. I mm. know people there are going to dance way better because they trained for longer. They trained with these teachers. Mm. That's also something. If I train with someone for years, you obviously that's different to someone yeah. taking class with someone for the first time. Same mm. in Vienna, obviously. If you've, if you've trained in the same studio your whole life and then you're going somewhere else and you're taking class from someone else it's gonna be different it can still be hard it could also be easy because it's nice you know but sometimes it's also just hard and that happens um and my mindset for la was i'm not gonna stress myself because i know they're all gonna like some most of them are gonna be better same with the program i knew they were all training in la for so long how would I They're how would I compete? Yeah. They're yeah. also some of them were also used to the style of the choreographer yeah. who did the yeah. program. Yeah. Yeah. I did it online, but that was different. that's a different story. Yeah. 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 And some of them were working with her. So I was like, okay, you know. And I was that was the first time as I was actually also fine with not being amazing, you know, because I'm very perfectionist and I always try to strive, you know, to be amazing and great. I think that's also a creative um, sickness in a way, like everyone who works in a creative um, department has that sort of issue sometimes. Um, But I knew I wasn't close to being a strong dancer in this program, but I was fine with that because I was there to train and I was noticing that I just had a different position to people who were training there for years and that's something you have to consider in general also going to LA going to open classes I think you would need to have a little grace with yourself and be like hey I'm doing this for the first time I'm in new studios it's very different environment in general new people new teachers that's it and then you train because that's what you're here to do so um i would want to know like how is the class there structured well i think it depends but for the most part it's pretty much the same um as here mo mm, well no depends on the on the style um and also the teacher obviously some are warming up some are actually not warming up they just tell you okay i'll give you two songs and you warm up for yourself i think that's also a thing in London a lot of times that um, you warm up yourself um, with heels it's always a little different most people warm up um, with a heels class and then um, yeah they just teach choreo basically we also did with heels we also did across the floor but I think that's also a little different commercial class and heels class is always a little um, a little different but for the most part you uh, learn choreo um, they teach a lot faster that's the difference for mm-hmm. sure first time I came into one class I was like wait that's gonna be that's gonna be fun okay 
the length of a choreography yeah. in seconds. How much Ooh. of choreography <laughs> do they do? That's like we're that's our thing. thing now. I think I talked about the, about this like in three episodes already. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry to bring it up again for everyone that already heard it. How like the here in Austria do like thirty seconds of choreography in one and a half hours? How much do they do in LA? In your experience, like obviously it's gonna be different in each class. What? Well, it depends. If you're there for the first round, they do a little less. If you're there for the round they want to film, it's like gonna push it all in. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think it's a minute, but it also. I mean, it depends on the music. It depends mm-hmm. how fast it is. Because mm-hmm. I, I had a teacher who was one of my favorites actually, even though I didn't know him before coming to LA, um, and. His choreo was so fast, and then sometimes he would do so much choreo, and I wouldn't die, but it, for sure it was a minute or something, but it was so fast that so it felt like two. Um, and then sometimes he would also just chill, you know, and try to focus on, on a smaller part and um, try to really work on it, or everyone would be clean, da da da. Um, yeah. So I would say it's more than in Austria. Mm-hmm. Um, like a minute. Yeah. Okay. But it, de- it it depends on the class you you mm-hmm. get to honestly. Yeah, obviously, it's yeah. like always a, depending on the song. Yeah, order. yeah. Okay, that's interesting because in Peru it doesn't matter which round. <laughs> always the long. It doesn't matter which yeah. round that you. Um, the longest I did in Peru in one and a half hours was one twenty four. Oh, that's a lot. That was no. fucking a lot. But the video isn't even that bad. Like you can see. Oh, my you even face. took a video. I even posted it. Wait. Like, you can see it's like a yellow video on my Instagram. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. But it's like, it's, Look it up. It looks okay, but you can see in the face. I'm like, I have no like, yeah. you know, when you're an autopilot, you're just doing it, you know, yeah. and you yeah. can see that in the face. But I was like, I was, I went there, was like, damn, like one minute is like normal. I was like, the fuck. Yeah. Um, no, that's crazy. That's true. Yeah. Um, but I think the difference is, and that's why they could also do it, is obviously because um, people there are used to it, mm-hmm. so it's pretty normal, you know. Your after pickup is yeah. than ours. Yeah. Our pickup is really slow. When I came back, yeah. I was only in Peru for two weeks. It was not a lot, actually. But yeah. I came back, and I love our classes here. But everything seemed so slow mm-hmm. to me. I get that. Yeah. So slow. Yeah. Even though it's like normal, it's okay, it's fine. Yeah. But it seemed so slow to me because they're like so. <laughs> True. I don't know yeah. how to describe it differently, but you know. <laughs> no, I get it. No, they just push. They just push through. Yeah. It's they. They don't even ask. You know, should we do more? They no. just. They just go for it. But no. I mean that's. That's the purpose of training again. Like that's how you grow. And I also felt like when I came back from LA, I was like, I felt better to conquer choreos here because I was like, hey, you did this one minute in LA. You can do this here. You know, like don't, don't go back to this old thinking. You're like, I, my pickup was good enough for LA, so it's good enough for yeah. Vienna as well. You can do this thing. Yeah, but that was nice. But I also think that goes away fast. Like. It's been mm, over a yeah, year, yeah. and then, My you know, like, you lose it I, again. I'm already like, like I don't know. Yeah, it's different. Forget, yeah, yeah, and you lose it again. So yeah. it's really it's really interesting. Yeah, but you just... But that's good, but it's also nice good to, to you know. But nice to hear that you have to this way. Because yeah, yeah. I, like, I felt like, why is my pickup so no, shitty? No. It was better. Like, how did I do this 124? Yeah. Now I can't even do this part. Yeah, yeah, but that's a good lesson <laughs> to see. You know? Yeah, but that's so... Yeah. Inter- that's how you also see that it's really just a thing of learning and the process yeah. of learning and that you can actually do it it's just your brain but i think you also focus differently for somewhere else yeah if you train sure. here you're probably used to your studio you're used to the people you're used yeah, to yeah. maybe fooling around with the people what is like really oh, yeah. nice and loving to have like a nice atmosphere you know but if you're somewhere else you generally like you know i always called it vacation brain you know because yeah. you if you're on vacation your brain is like 
experiencing everything even more because you look at everything around you yeah. in a much more aware way. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's the same with, with dance because I think you, maybe we're focused a little bit more and we're like, our mindset is different. Yeah. And we maybe because we have, we put less pressure on ourselves, it's even easier to process yeah, for sure. our body, for, for sure. brain and everything. So yeah. I think that's like all coming together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Also, as a, yeah. that's also where solo traveling comes in because I was... I mean, after I started the program, I met some of the girls in other classes, and I was like, hey, we know each other, and that was fun and cool. Mm -hmm. But for most of the classes, I was also just alone, you know? It was just me in class, and I said hi to people, and it was fine, but I didn't know anyone, so it was just me focusing on me and class. And I don't know. Both is fun. It's great to know people and to have fun and to talk to someone, but it's also fun to just be for yourself and focus and be like, okay, I got this. This is class. Let's go. Was yeah. it easy to make friends in the dancing LA? Like, are people open that they come to you and talk to you? Oh, yeah. I feel yeah. like, I mean, due to the program, that was pretty cool because I sort of had to, you know, get to know people. But like in the <laughs> classes you But in the took, open classes, exactly. yes. Yes. You could all, yes. You could also talk to people. I think it depends on the person you are. If you're very open and outgoing, obviously, it's even easier to make friends. Um, the funny thing is that teachers actually come up to you. That's interesting because I feel like that's do that barely a thing in yeah. Austria. Um, oh my God, yes. <laughs> but there, you know, you had to, there was still the Corona sort of kind of, so you had to leave class pretty quickly and you had to go out, out, like actually outside. And then the people would sit there and the teacher would actually like go to every person sitting there waiting or waiting for the next class or whatever. Um, and would be like, hey, good job. Thank you for coming out, da, da, da. Which is super sweet, you know, because it would rather be the other way around. I feel like the student would go to the teacher and be like, hey, do you have feedback or whatever? I also don't, honestly, I also don't do that. I was actually caught off guard because the teachers were coming to me and they were like, hey, good job, you know. And I was like, oh. Thank you. That's so, so sweet. You. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's just, I had the same thing. Yeah. And it was for me, it was, it was so weird because like, I actually don't want to put it like that, but I don't know how to say it because I don't want to say it in the wrong way, <laughs> you know, but I don't know. I was also like, oh my God, you have like so many followers on Instagram. That sounds so weird. No, no, I get it. Yeah. But it's like, it's, it's a thing, you know, and often people in dancing get a little, you know, like yeah. once they get somewhere. So... And they were also dirt, uh, down to earth, so ground, and they were like, you know, and now they're like some a really close friends of mine. Mm-hmm. And it's like really, really cute because I'm like, my level is by far not the same as their level, but I'm friends with them. Yeah. You know, and they were so open. They were all coming to me asking me, oh, what are you doing here? Whatever, yeah, you know? for sure. And it's like, I don't know, here that doesn't happen. No, it's, I <laughs> think it's just different. It takes, it takes more time. Yeah. I mean, here, and also people we have here, it's, it's really nice. Everybody's open, loving. But it takes more time. Yeah, for but sure. But that's our culture. For and sure. Latin America have a different culture. Yeah, I think... America probably as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think you know, people are, are quicker to walk up to you and be like, hi, and da-da-da. But I also think... And that's totally fine, but I think it's very... Um, uh, not superficial. It's not superficial, oh, yeah. but it's just a little... Okay, not like... It's not super deep, you, you know? feel it as like... But like as an authentic thing or not authentic? No, it, it was authentic, authentic for sure. Yeah. But I just I, I don't feel like I mean the teachers you obviously the same know. To everybody. No, mm, uh, not no? not even that. But okay. I just 
I didn't feel like anyone would be like would go into like a super deep conversation. And why would they? You know, that's fine. But I okay. that's why I feel like in Austria, once you get to a point where you actually know someone, then you talk talk. Like you talk about each other and whatever, yeah. and you exchange things. Yeah, so there's true, it's yeah. pretty easy and it's obvious to go and say hi, how are you? That like in general they greet everyone with hi, how are you? You know, that's how they greet people, which is totally cool. But it's not it's not gonna be super deep all the time. But you don't need that. That's fine. Um, yeah. But I think that's just an observation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, teachers coming up to you. That's fun. Um, that's very mm-hmm. nice. And it was super sweet, you know. And then uh, the teachers also get to know you, um, and they see you in class, which is also nice. Because um, I think oftentimes, also in Vienna, I think uh, or like younger dancers especially, they get frustrated when they don't get selected or they don't yeah. get picked for the video. But I think you have to realize that oftentimes this is not bound to you to your dancing skills. This is often also bound to you knowing the choreographer or knowing the teacher or the teacher seeing you. It is mainly about that. Like, yeah. To be honest, like I know, I've been asking people how they select yeah. and pick people, like people we have in the podcast, and everybody picks so differently. Yeah. And people sometimes admit, sometimes I just pick my friends. Yeah. Friends. And you know, but. If you don't know that, you're like, oh, why are they picking them? Always? Yeah, for sure. Because they're friends. Yeah. And that's fine, you know. Yeah. It's also fine and nice to dance with your friends, but... Same in LA. I feel like the people, yeah. you know, you pick other choreographers, you pick the professionals. Mm-hmm. I mean, you also want to dance with people that are good dancers that mm-hmm. you can tr- rely on that they're not going to fuck up the video, as bad as that sounds. I think that's also part of it. Um, that you can tag easily... You know, that that's all fine, but the thing is you have to realize it because otherwise you're super frustrated. Mm-hmm. And that's then then it's sad because you're like, oh, no, I'm not good enough. But that's not the truth. It's just they just didn't see you. I also know that from myself. Sometimes in class, I mean, some there are 10 people there. Obviously, you see everyone. But if there are more people there, sometimes I also overlook someone. I'm like, hey, you did so well, but I just, you know, didn't notice in this second. And you're so, like, I think, like... <clears throat> You're so focused on the people you already know sometimes. Yeah, for sure. That you don't even see when there's somebody new that always... Because I think like also like here, we have a lot of beginners. Yeah. And the better you get, the better you know the people. Because you train more with them, obviously. <laughs> you know? But like if, if you come into a scene and you don't know the people and but they're like still focused on, on the people they've been training with. Oh my god, this is so complicated to explain. <laughs> oh my god. Let, let me put it short. You're used to the people you train with. Yeah. So you're used to seeing them. Yeah. And taking your view, perspective onto another person. Yeah. Um, you need to catch their attention. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. 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 But that was the nice thing about LA because they came to you and they were talking to you. And then if you came to their class a little more often, obviously they started to notice you. And that's super cool because then you... You also don't have to make the first step and break the ice and go to them. Because I always feel, I, I don't like to do that personally. I always feel like I don't want to annoy people. So I'm like, oh no, I don't want to do that. But they took that anxiety sort of away from me because they came up to me anyways, which was nice, you know. And then you get to know them and then, yeah, sometimes they may select you or they pick you or they, they're they telling you you did so well, da da da. And that's super sweet, you know, that's very nice. Um but I, I also think it's fine that in Austria it's a little different. As you said, I think it's just it's a cultural culture thing. thing. Yeah. But in LA it's nice because you're, you know, it's the, the, you know, the big thing, the big scene, the whatever, and you're also already scared. And then you see, oh, they're also just human. It's all just 
training, you know. Yeah, so it was very nice. I actually think um, that the the whole experience was way friendlier and nicer than you would maybe think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all about the mindset. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, of everyone though, yeah. yourself and others. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm excited for the first time I go dancing abroad yes. because. There's like your opinion, your opinion, and like, <laughs> <You're> like ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, I would still love to hop on the topic um, finances. Yeah. Real quick. Cause Fun topic. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Let's talk about money. <laughs> Let's talk about the serious stuff. Let's yeah. go. Because um, I know, I already know, living in LA is expensive. I think so too. I don't know, but I'm probably yeah. I mean, I only have the comparison Peru. I have not been in LA, oh, yeah. but living in Peru is cheap compared to Austria. Obviously, it's a third world country. Like it's different with the currency and everything. Um, but like with food, with living, the most expensive thing is the flight there. But like I think in LA, like I don't know, like for a month, if I'm allowed to ask, how much did you pay for your flat? If I'm allowed, yeah, uh, like, no, honestly, yeah. I, I have no idea anymore. That's the thing. I was like, oh, oh what was <laughs> yeah. it? Okay. I don't know. I definitely yeah. paid. Okay, let me let me put it this way. So thinking, I think expenses, it just always depends on so many things. But if you book, mm-hmm. like if we do a checklist now for people who want to go to LA, because that would be like the, the plan mm-hmm. of this. If someone hears this and wants to go, I'd be like, yay, go. But mm-hmm. think of these things. So if you book your flight, in advance and not do it beginning of June um, and go beginning of July. <laughs> but it worked. It, it definitely worked, but obviously it's more expensive. Yeah, so yeah, that is, that's yeah. something you have to consider. If you book like early on, I think that's fine. And I think we can all look up like flight prices to LA. It's not going to be super cheap. Yeah. Okay. So that's one thing. Then apartments. Um, as I said, I was super lucky because um, for the first half of my trip, I had the apartment of um, the dancer I, I knew also via the program online, um, which was very, very nice. Um, and I definitely, ugh, I can't remember, but I definitely paid more than you would have in a hostel or an Airbnb. But I also had the privilege of living alone in a fully... In the potatoes. Yeah. And then, <laughs> uh, don't remind me. Sorry. <laughs> But living alone in this... get rid of the no, I know, I know, but it's a, it's a great story. Um, but living alone in this apartment, which was, like, that's, as I said, that's a crazy lucky situation. Um, and for the second half, I actually lived in a house, um, and they had multiple rooms. Um, so there was a, it was a mom living there with her son, and she was about 70, 75, around that age. Um, and... At this point, she was actually only renting the rooms to dancers. So it was kind of like a dance house, which was cute. Um, Because she started out with dancers and then they all recommended each other. And then, you know, they all came in. And I was actually also told about this by Edith. Um, I asked her if she would have if she has any tips. And then she told me about this house. That was very nice. That was very affordable um, in comparison. And um, I don't know if it's still open but i think if you find there's more of these kind of dance house thingies so if you find something of this i think that's pretty cool because you also get to connect with dancers like i was able to um connect with all the people in the house which was nice because while i was in the apartment i was pretty alone in the sense that you know once i was home it was just me so it, ha- it all has its pro and cons obviously but i think 
expenses wise you would need to find a shared home in some way because otherwise it's um, pretty expensive yeah and then you need to think of you know like grocery stuff obviously transportation that's a hard one because um you have to be a certain age to rent a car if you even have like a driver's permit um so i drove around with lime i drove around with uber which i think for a month is fine um because renting a car is hella expensive um but it would be the more comfortable choice depends i think if you're there with someone that would be an option if you're not alone um and if you know someone they could obviously take you around as well so i also had once i knew the girls from the program they could um they sometimes drove me home which was very nice so i didn't have to drive a uh, lime or bike i also had a bike Oh, the wow. last two weeks yeah they had a bike that was cute yeah but that's possible as i said playground is a little further away but if you live in north hollywood i don't know where movement lifestyle is i know i would have needed to google that before um but all these other studios are kind of in the same area so that's fine and you could walk you know de- depends on how how wild you want to be yeah as well as you yeah but but you but you also have to like for expenses you also really have to think about transport because obviously lime and uber is also you know it gets expensive at some point um and then classes that's like the most important part actually they're i i would say they're not super expensive i think they cost about 22 dollars but if you buy a package of 10 or 5 or 90 minutes Yes, yes, 90 minutes, most of them, but it, I think all of them, actually. Um, but if you buy those packages of 5, 10, whatever, it obviously gets cheaper, same as in, in Austria. Um, and that's actually feasible. I feel like um, there are dance classes in Europe that are more expensive. Um, so that's fine. Um, but obviously also something to um, calculate, you know. Um, yeah, and then if you want to do something like a program that's, add-on money obviously but i also think that um driving there or like going there to to train uh and just taking open classes is also very nice because they have classes starting from 12 or 11 a.m so you could basically train all day you know that is another thing that i'm actually really missing in austria yeah we can start dancing Oh, oh yeah you're right maybe i have classes at 5 30 yeah but that's like the earliest yeah. thing you can do like yeah and the advanced more like intermediate advanced classes are like most of the time even yeah later and that's something that i really miss in austria yeah but that's something i mean a big difference between the two for sure that in in the lane there's just a lot more of um people who want to do that professionally and who mm-hmm. you know they may have a job like a side hustle or whatever but they make the time to train because they also want to work in that yeah. industry. So it's just a little different. Yeah. I feel like we we have to consider that in Austria, most people who dance are doing it for for the fun of it. Or at least they don't want to build a, a main profession with it. And I think that's, that's a big difference. Because in LA, you can feel and see that the people want to work in the industry. And that they, that's all they do at some point. Like someone... One of the teachers, um, I saw his Instagram while I was in LA as well, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm going to the gym now." And that, and that's the first time I realized dancers in anywhere else but Austria. Um, I mean, dancers in Austria also go to the gym, but for me, I was like, I would 
never be able with the schedule I have teaching in Vienna I would never my, my body would never be able to also endure training yeah. in the gym every two days I totally get that because I felt the same because I think like here because you can only train in the evening mm-hmm. yeah you can train three four hours in the evening but three four hours in one you know in yeah in the body because in Peru I took like four classes a day and you know? I was fine mm-hmm. you know my muscles were completely fine like the, the weeks wow. yeah so and, but it's like you have a break in between. Yeah. You have breaks, you have like, you know, and I don't know, I feel the same in Austria. I don't know, it feels much more heavier in my muscles, kind of. Mm-hmm. Though be, I yeah. take less, or like I have the less, pos- the, the possibility I have for taking classes is, is smaller. It's a little more limited. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. But I also wouldn't have the time to uh, like take classes at 12. PM. Yeah, that's the thing. PM. Yeah, because that's um, how our society am, yeah. works yeah. here. Yeah. That's again a cultural thing. Maybe. Yeah. Or for like sure. it's not a cultural like obviously yeah. they like in America Peru they also have like noble jobs probably to do. Yeah, yeah. But like they have like and we're back to that topic. We're lacking <laughs> a lot of hunger here in Austria. Like how how, how actually did say that? Christina? I think it was her. I have no idea. I think it was her. Um yeah. Guys, you already know it, like the hunger we're lacking here in Austria. What? <laughs> the hunger, you know? Like oh, okay, okay. To get okay. more mm-hmm, training, mm-hmm, to get like mm-hmm. knowledge, to want more out of dance, and not okay. just like mm-hmm. staying chill, having a little fun, but really wanting to be better, to get better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, even though if you just do it as a hobby, you know, a lot of people in Peru also just do it as a hobby, but they still are really hungry to get better and to become better. Um, and I think like in Austria, people are faster, like, Oh, I'm just fine. I'm chilling. It's okay. Mm. I have fun. You know, mm. that's like like it's a different of of how our scene works. Again, our scene is much smaller. Yeah. So obviously, the amount of people who really want to do it professionally is also less than somewhere else where the scene is bigger. So I don't even think it's less. I just think people yeah. don't even get to the point where they think of that, or they would be like, exactly. okay, no, yeah. I'm 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 not gonna try. Which it's, I understand yeah. because there's barely room you know there's yeah. barely jobs um and i get the hunger thing but i also i would more agree with it being like not even a cultural but like a society societal thing because i mean dancers in la are probably still they don't get paid enough and whatever you know that's probably still the same in a way but i feel like tolerance for dancing in Austria or maybe even in Europe, it's just, it's, it's not a thing. Like I would, I still remember like doing all my schoolwork, doing all of those things. Um, and dance was always the the side thing. You know, I had to go train from six to 10 after school. I'd run to the studio and train because I wanted to, and I really wanted to learn, but tolerance for that is just so low. And I still imagine, uh, like, I still remember my mom picking me up from dance class every night like she would drive with the car from the from the outer districts of vienna to the seventh district to pick me up from studio and you know bring me home at 10 30 and i had to be in school at eight and i was like oh but that i mean that's what you do if you want to do it that's fine and that was also commitment of my parents or my mom in that case because i mean she could have also been like no my parents would have been like that yeah exactly you just come home at 8 which is reasonable I get that that was just a lot of tolerance from their side they were like hey you you love to do this so obviously I'm gonna pick you up whatever um, but I, I don't know it's just never it's never a main thing 
people in people in the US start to train at one, three, five years of age and they go to school where it's super um super pushed that they dance or whatever. That's not a thing here. I was punished in a way in school for going to competition. Like they wouldn't let us go. So our parents had to pick us up from our Sportwoche and bring us to Croatia to compete. Because they were like, no, we're not going to let you not go and um, take the Sportwoche trip. Which was useless. But they just, you know what? They didn't care. We were like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But that's, I don't know. But that's also a thing in LA. Obviously, they all work and they all, um, they have a little more possibilities in LA specifically. I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> compared to Austria. <laughs> yeah, so yes. I get why they're hungry. And I also get why people in Austria or wherever sometimes may not be as hungry, to, yeah. to, to put it that way. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's just... I don't know. But the thing is, I think in Austria, like most of the people don't even know what is out there. And because of that, you don't, you also have like... They're like in their comfort the, zone. Yeah. And Maybe but, also. But Everyone is, right? A, yeah, but it's hard. <laughs> to some, I feel like it's hard yeah. to like... But if you don't even know out. what's out there, you, wh- why should you reach for it if you don't know what what is existing there? Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. and... It's not like a, a main job, you know, here in Austria. It's it's not a thing. Most of the people, I mean, like, also my family is like, oh, you can make money with that? Yeah. Like, yeah, you can. If yeah. you do it right, you can do make money out of everything if you sell it to people. Like, <laughs> you know, that's like how our society works. You can sell shit and people are going to buy it. But <laughs> that's a different topic. <laughs> but it's just you need to know how to do it. And if you don't even have, like, any kind of idea that this job is out there, how would you know? How would you get there to think about becoming that you know and yeah we don't see it here in our everyday life uh, no obviously like in la being an artist is like you know this picture of the struggling artist is like a yeah thing they have yeah for sure in austria no <laughs> no because you're yeah but because no. that's not even a possibility no one's gonna tell you hey you could also be an artist like that's not i i don't know i've been um, self-employed for a little while now not that long but i also never thought that that would be my thing and i'm someone and i think i don't know but with la as well i'm someone that loves to plan like i'm gonna plan everything if i can but no one ever told me hey you could do this and then obviously someone told me like my one of my friends she was um the main reason why I actually started uh, to to think about self-employment because she was like, hey, you can do this and you should do this and that's also a thing to uh, think about. But she was like one of the only ones. I need to jump in. Please. Um, <laughs> like all the time. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I just want to ask like a really basic question. That basic question, Maybe let's go. should have asked at the beginning. Is it your main job? Are you like main job-ish... Self-employed? Main job-ish. Main like, job-ish. No, no, but that's the one. That's, that's why. Yeah, yeah. No, no but like, I, I have no idea because often I think you can't tell you because, you know, everybody's Instagram looks great, but often you mm. can't tell who does do it as a main job. Yeah. And who just does it as like a side thingy. True. And sometimes you don't know because... That's true. You don't know. Yeah. Well... Because you teach a lot. I've seen I you have like five classes a week. <laughs> I teach a lot. No, five days of teaching. Days of it's it's more than the class. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of classes. That, yeah. A lot of classes. Yes. Um, well, I mean, I still 
study in theory. I mean, I actually do still study, but I only have my thesis to um, complete. So once I have my master's, I would not study anymore. And then this would be my main job. But um, as I said, since I'm also venturing a little more into hosting um, or speaking or whatever, that was also a reason why I did this uh, voice actress education because I felt like or feel like it's important to have a more than one leg to stand on, <laughs> like to stand on. I don't know, yeah. But yeah, not. It's not even. I don't even think it's a plan B. But I, I'm. I don't know, I think I had to say goodbye of the idea that you um, work one job and you work this job for like 40 years and then you're Who retired. Who does that anymore Yeah, today. but that's the thing. Like That's how my, my family also um, sort of showed me because they all had a job and they worked yeah, in the same, yeah. even in the same company for 40 oh, years, you yeah. know, which is so cute and so nice. Yeah. Um, and I think it was very prone to also think that I was going to be that person but with dance, that's just not a possibility. So now I'm like, okay, I could go teach in the evening and host an event at lunch and maybe, uh, I don't know, train or teach a private um, in the morning. And, you know, that's a fun day. You know, that's nice. Um, that's a long, long, That's long also day. long. Exactly. But I think um, being a dancer, being an artist, being whatever, you also have to say goodbye to this... Um, nine to five idea that we're living in Austria. And that's awesome. This is where training comes in. That's also why we don't have trainings at 12 midday lunchtime because most people are just not doing that. And I get it because, yeah, it's not easy. And obviously that's also a reason I teach so much because that's um, a main thing to do when you work as a dancer, choreographer, trainer in Austria because you're not going to, um live or like pay your rent um by working as a dancer only that's just not a thing but i think we all like that's obvious we all know that um yeah but in theory this is my main job <laughs> yes but yeah but honestly i mean you see it now it also gives as it doesn't give me anxiety that's not the right word but I remember telling uh telling a lot of people yeah i'm a student and then telling them i'm a dancer but now I'm like, okay, I'm going to say it the other way around because I want people to know. And then they all ask, um, is this your main job? Uh, what do you do with this? How do you earn money? And I'm like, it's just a job. You know, it's, it's the same for everyone. But obviously, and they're like, what kind of dance? You, we all know the questions, I feel mm. like. If, you say, if you're telling someone, hey, I'm dancing. And then you know, oh, do something cool. Show me something. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, <laughs> oh, also, yeah, that's, that's, that's also a fun one. That's the one we yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. But yes, in, in in theory this would be my main job or it is my main job um for now. Um I also think it's important to notice or say that it doesn't have to be your main job forever. I feel like people are a lot of times very scared to do something cuz they feel like their decision is final, but it's not. And if I don't want to be doing what I'm doing now in 5 years, then I'm gonna go back to employment probably, you know, which is cool. It's fine. It's cute. And if I work in a corporate office in five years, you know, yeah. sweet. Mm-hmm. Cool. But at least I tried or at least I, I did what I wanted. I think that's important. That's also important for LA. So I feel like if you want to go, nothing should stop, stop you. you. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, finances is a different thing. Expenses is also a different thing, obviously. Um, it's very it's a very privileged thing to just go to LA and be like, hey, I'm going to travel for a month to train. Um, but if you can afford it and if you actually want to go, I think nothing anxiety or social anxiety wise should stop you and be like, no, I'm, I'd rather not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You. Do you have something you want to put out there? That's hard. I think actually the the things I said before at the end before we yeah. before wrapping up is uh, something that I would like to share. Like don't, um, yeah, don't let yourself be stopped by anyone. Whether you want to go to LA, whether you want to be a dancer, whether you want to I don't know get into teaching or just even go to a dance class. Honestly, maybe someone's listening who's never been to a dance class and would love to go but just isn't um, isn't there yet. Um, I think you should. I think you just uh, should get out of that comfort zone, even if it's uh, scary, honestly. Also for me, going to LA was very, very scary. And I'm happy I get to talk about it, actually, um, because I know that I would have loved to have a podcast that would tell me a little more um, about these things and also would just tell me that it's fine and that I could go, you know, without being anxious about parking. So this is your sign. Yeah. If you were this is your sign. sign. Yes. This is your sign to yes. go. For sure. Go. This is definitely your sign. Or wherever you want it. Or if it's London or if I have whatever it is, whatever program. Um and also uh, remember that this honestly the anxiety also never stops. Like I just signed up for a new program in, in Amsterdam and I was like, hmm, I wanted to go for so long. And I'm still, you know, a part of me is still scared and a part of me still thinks, hmm, gonna be tough gonna be a challenge yeah but but that never stops and then people come up to me and they're like hey um i don't know i I talked to someone and they're like oh i always forget choreo i'm like hey that's normal i also do all the time i just had i have a video on my instagram now where i've black blackout for two seconds and i'm back into it you know but that happens and that never ever stops even if you look up to a person who have like a million followers they probably fuck up from time to time and they're probably also scared from time to time and i think that's fine and that's normal and you should always remember that yeah i think that's pretty important honestly because we forget a lot of times i also forget all the time i'm like everyone's perfect and i'm scared it's like Nobody's no that is perfect yeah but that's the thing the yeah. yeah yeah sometimes you like you have to rethink that yeah and... yeah yeah, yeah. But sometimes it's also fine to take your time. Yeah. 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 I think totally. it was fine for me to go at 23 and not 18. Yeah, you don't need to rush. Yeah, exactly. You know? And you also, you, you don't have to, as we had, like, who were we talking to? And with, with Sarah and Julia, they also had, like, we were talking about LA also, and they had the chance to stay in LA. And they said, yeah. no to LA. You don't have to be in LA if you don't yeah. want to be in LA, you know? Yeah, mm. exactly. You can do whatever you want to, but just... This is your sign to go and do it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. But to also not do it if you don't if yeah. you don't do not want to. Yeah. And if I would have left LA and would have been like, Oof, that actually sucked. Well then so it sucked. Be it. You know? But you tried, you went yeah, there. Exactly. I yeah. realized the dream, you know, which was the goal all along. Finally go. Yeah. And if it sucks, then it sucks. And you don't have to go there again. Never exactly. again. And you're only gonna know like once you have the opportunity. Yeah, you know, exactly. If it's really your dream, because, you know, like, dreaming about something is one thing, but once it's in front of you... Yeah. And you have the decision on, oh, am I going to take it or not? Then you're going to realize if it was really... Yeah. Meant to be for you. Yes. Ma. <laughs> Ma. <laughs>
nice. So poetic. Oh, oh so cute. Oh, do you know so this cute. one? They did talk oh. this one at the Afro Intensive. I think wow. it was with Christian. Oh, that's a new idea. heart. That's a new that. one, guys. We have a new heart to use. <laughs> Not that thing anymore, right? No, that's it's my thing. Oh, you also <laughs> that's my thing. I always did this one with the clicking. With the, with the clicking. Oh, yeah, I don't that's know. why. Nothing yeah, no, but really that's why. It's my <laughs> clicking is the thing. You have like the ASMR. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, nice. Then thank you for being here today. Thank you, guys. This was fun. Very cute. Where? All right. Like, we decided it's to make over. Some. You know, it's they over, were like, yeah. "Okay, you talk." Okay, too much. I knew yeah. it. My neighbors just decided we're done, guys. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, I hope you don't hear that. But yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll cut it out. <laughs> Where can people find you? Where can people contact you? Ah. Find a car. I think Instagram is the place to to be the place, the pl- to, be. The place to go. The place, place to, be. to contact the place yeah. to be. It's down below in wherever you watch here this. Yeah. You know the drill. Yeah. You yes. also now know my real name. It's not Fia, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And thank you guys for listening to this episode. If you wanna support us, then you can leave a donation at Glow GoFundMe link and um, you can find it on Instagram no, in our too. link tree and yes. give us a five star recommendation everywhere <laughs> you would love to share this episode with your family friends with the dog of your neighbor um, <laughs> even if they're not a dancer maybe the oh yeah. yeah and yes then thank you for listening and we see see or hear actually I think that's gonna be like our first episode in the new year Guys, right? We wish you a happy new year. (laughs) That's even more special now. Wow. I don't I don't realize it. Yeah. Yeah. 2023. Uh, for 2023. Okay, and now with my English, I think we need to. Yeah. Yeah, me too. This um, is the sign. 2024. Yes. Then not the next sign. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, we hope you had an amazing start to this yeah. year. And